This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. It is time for the Fantasy Football Focus, and uh, we will do as we do every Wednesday, uh, unless it was a Thursday game. Uh, We will look at the... uh, Who's in and who's out of practices this week? Uh, we mentioned the Steelers practice report earlier today. Uh, Fletcher Cox did not practice on Wednesday for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's dealing with a groin injury. He's kind of he's more of a rotational guy now. Yeah, but important. But important. I mean, he doesn't play a ton of snaps, but yeah, important. Yeah, so that might make their run defense a little less scary. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge game. Huge game. You know I mean, right. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott with a thigh was limited in practice on Wednesday. That's significant because yeah, they play him a lot. Yeah, he play he's like what forty percent of the snaps. About that, yeah. yeah. So, Stevenson's really getting he's actually fantasy worthy lately. I mean, they, they well, realize the it's interesting all they part of that is they you know they play on Sunday, then they got to come here Thursday. Does Stevenson get to his full workload on Sunday, mm. and then they worry about well, we're going to just right. They don't have Elliot to at least help him a little. Yeah, bit, spell right? him a little bit. Yeah, that's they a good tra- point. Traded Pierre Strong. Yeah, they're rough everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lane Johnson, uh, he was limited in Wednesday's practice, the Eagles' right tackle, but he's coming back, so that's actually a positive That's huge. It looks like there's a good chance. Yeah. Keenan Allen with a quad injury, missed practice on Wednesday. He's like a fantasy MVP. I mean, he's he's like two catches away from 100 this year. Yeah. it's Fantasy gold. Fantasy gold. They're awful without him. Yeah. I mean, like... All the other receivers are hurt, too. Yeah. And Quentin Johnson, they say, is hurt, but I think he's really benched. I yeah. mean, like, they don't trust him at all. Uh, Rashid Shahid with a thigh injury, did not practice on Wednesday. That is they significant because Chris Olave uh, is concussion, in concussion yeah. pro- protocol, but he was limited today. No, so he's making the re- first step. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. That doesn't mean he's been cleared, though. No, of course. So Interesting. keep an eye on that one. Um, who would be the guy to step up there if they're missing? Thomas Rick? is out. Yeah. Um, the rookie uh, from uh, Vanderbilt, yeah, Perry, yeah, At Perry. He was he's been doing the Michael Thomas stuff, and Shahid's been still the three. Um, one interesting kind of n- nugget, maybe for DFS, is I think Jennings, the move tight end guy. Yeah, he's been out, I think, and he's back. So maybe they put him in a slot more or something like that. And, yeah, I mean it's a little rough. It is a little rough. They got to move. Somebody's got to catch the football. Maybe it's maybe they throw the ball to Kamara seventy two times. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, maybe they just, I mean, Carr loves to do that anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Judy did not practice on Wednesday. Um, Sean Payton said that Judy is fine and will practice tomorrow. Okay. So this may have been. He's a hard guy to start in fantasy still. I mean, yeah. Sutton's the only one you really want. Sutton's the guy. Yeah. Uh, Quinton Johnston, the aforementioned one, mm-hmm. uh, with the rib injury, was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't think he's hurt, and they were kind of making it look like he got pulled in the game because he was, quote, hurt. But I think it's because he's just not good. Yeah. Devin Echan was limited in Wednesday's practice. That's a positive sign at the I very say, least. I've heard good news on this. I, I think that they're counting on him. Fire him back up, right? <sighs> Scares you after it's the last It's a little scary experience. after the last one. He gets yeah. two touches, and he's right out of the game again. It hurt bad. Yeah. That hurt really bad. Yeah. That, I, I mean, there. I'm not going to say that killed my season because I also lost Mark Andrews that same week. Mm. I mean, it killed your week, obviously. I mean, my, right. I, I, there was no way I was going to win that week. No. 
No. I mean, there's nothing worse than somebody getting hurt to be in the game. Now they're playing. Uh, wonder, they're that... playing Washington this week. Oh, it sounds so good too. Yeah, it's like the worst defense in the league. <sighs> I'm playing them. Yeah, and the, actually, I'm torn. If he plays, like, here's my dilemma: I have like Lockett. It's like him versus Lockett. So I, I, I'm rolling with him. And Lockett versus the Cowboys on Thursday. I don't love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, none of it's great, but. You know, if you're if you're just trying to decide between uh, HN and I don't know, pick somebody, uh, who, some back that's solid. How about Chuba, how about Chuba Hubbard? I would say Brian Robinson or Brian playing, Robinson. They're, yeah, they're playing that game. I might roll. I guess it depends. I mean, are you playing a powerhouse and you need to, you know, he's the home the run swing. If, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Do you need? To take a swing for the fence, are you mm-hmm. do you, are you missing so many guys on by or so many starters on by that you need a chance to go out and yeah. to have one of his thirty five point games? Yeah, or are you or are you just looking for a floor? Mm-hmm. Like, are you pretty much in the playoffs? You're in good shape. Let's just not screw this thing up. Not you know? like he's you, in that case. You might as well play him because you got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like he's, you're going to play him and he's going to get hurt because you're playing him. If you have a real good record, <laughs> well, yeah, right. It's like, I don't want to wear him out, right. <laughs> <laughs> Save him for the playoffs. You might as well put right. him in the. Li- he but, doesn't know you're playing. I'm right. But if if you're playing an opponent who is who's got like three or four guys off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you put wrong. Maybe you just go with the safe bet. Yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I what I can't have is a zero there mm-hmm. because he gets he or, gets two more carries and out of the game. My only chance of beating this opponent is if he goes bonkers. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the way to look that's at. That's probably it. the way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Oh, well, this might change things. There's something wrong with him. He's dealing with ankle and knee injuries. He didn't practice on Wednesday. Ooh, that's massive. I mean, I didn't think there was anything wrong with him. So he's got 43 he's... touches the last two games, which is yeah. a lot of wear and tear on 30-year-old Raheem Mostert. I mean, he's at the top of the list for me of most likely to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, his injury for history, several his weeks age. Now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is no matter what. Two years ago at this time, I yeah. said the same thing. But he's had a lot of wear and tear. And you wonder, I mean... If they're beating Washington bad, is Mostert even in the game in the fourth quarter? If he's fighting something, if he plays, doesn't mean you lean, lean on a Chan to be or Chan to be Bettis and close the game out. So is Sal von Achmed a guy that you? I think Wilson. I think Achmed's on IR. Oh, you're right. He is. Yeah, I think yeah, Wilson's yeah. sneaky guy to have to own right now. Okay. Um, keep him in your back pocket. Yeah. Tyreek Hill with an ankle did not practice on Wednesday. I bet he'll be all right. I think he'll be okay. Um, David Montgomery with the, that foot was limited in Wednesday's practice. Now, remember, mm-hmm. that's what he missed time earlier this year with. Uh, they played last Thursday. Yeah. So I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. I mean, he's been a great story. But what's one thing to notice with that team, they've turned the ball, a ball over a lot lately. Defense hasn't been quite as good as it was earlier in the season. And it's become pretty obvious that when they're losing, it's Gibbs in the game. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's a little bit of a – Need more of the closer. I think that I, I think Dan Campbell learned some things in that loss to mm-hmm. the Packers, like the crazy going for it and that kind of stuff. Just, yeah, yeah. Just play ball. Just play ball. Don't get crazy. You don't have to do anything crazy. You got a good football team. Don't screw it up. Mm-hmm. You got to get out of the team. way. Don't, yeah. yeah. Head coaching stuff you learn. Uh, Levante David did not practice on Wednesday for the uh, Buccaneers. Okay. Um. That could be. Forget who they have this. They're week. playing Carolina. Okay, I mean he's a really good player, but I mean I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm throwing Hubbard in 
all of a sudden. Yeah. But, I mean, you might have to either way. It's a groin injury, though. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's something to keep I, an eye on. I wonder, like, they lose this game or do they shut him down? I mean, that's a strange organization. Yeah. So I heard today, like, if the season ended, they'd have, like, the seventh pick in the draft, but they could win their division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's hard to do. That whole division's awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Traylon Burks with concussion, concussion returned to practice on Wednesday. I'm just kind of rooting that he can stay on the field a I little. He hasn't been able to do it. No, and he hasn't been great when he's out there. <sighs> Joe Flacco has been named the backup and could be in line to start Sunday against the Rams for Cleveland. He's been there for two weeks. He's been there for two weeks. Man. Not even two. He's been there a week and a half. So do you think this is the way that goes? Is If DTR's ready, he's the starter. Yeah. Like, is he officially the one now? Yeah. I mean, I think they told us going to the Steelers game that they don't want Walker playing. Right. I mean, that, that to me is what they're telling me. Yeah. I can't imagine Flacco doing much. Especially with, I mean, they're, they're too no tight. running. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I get that he can manage the game and knows to go with the football and recognizes blitz and all the smart stuff, but at least you had an athlete back there with the other two. Yeah. I, yeah. It's bad. Uh, Denzel Ward did not practice on Wednesday. He's still dealing with that. Okay. Shoulder injury. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson did not practice on Wednesday. He still has the concussion. I don't think he's in play. Um, I don't think they're going to win. No, I don't think they are either. And if they don't win this one, um, their season's spiraling very quickly. Yeah, I mean, if they hadn't beaten the Steelers, I think we'd be already be digging a grave for them. So if Thompson Robinson doesn't start or doesn't practice tomorrow, it's over, right? Yeah. Yeah. And even so, it's not definite. Because, I mean, it, it would be insane, I would think, to start him on, with one day's practice. One day's practice as a rookie. With a concu- coming off a concussion. I, I tend to agree with you. But they, I do think they think he's clearly their best guy remaining. Yeah. Um, season's kind of desperate right now. They could now. be starting Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, my God. That's unbelievable. So that'll be their fourth starter if they do this year. Yeah. None of whom played well. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor said the team is intent on getting running back Chase Brown more involved this weekend. Didn't have a single touch yeah. last weekend. I think Mixon, and Mixon only had eight, eight, eight carries. Which is insane. We all know that. We, we recap the game. Why would you only do that? But I thought going into the year, you should have a better backup plan than Mixon. You know, like, I think he's close to being shot. And he had to take a pay cut to come back. Yeah. I mean, I don't love Chase Brown, but I'm a little shocked that he's not – Getting more and more already. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Uh, Wyatt Maybe Teller protection or something we don't know. Wyatt Teller uh, with a calf injury did not practice for the Browns. Kareem Hunt with a groin did not practice Wednesday for they the Browns. Everything. I mean, yikes! Uh, who knows if they play or not? But Miles Garrett did not practice. Ugh. I mean, times are going really wrong for the Browns. I think it's over. I think it's over too. Yeah, I think it's over. I think the Rams Rams might thrash them. That means they might beat them bad. They might beat them bad. Rams are playing pretty well. And remember, folks, the Browns are all in this year. Go all in. Got to go all in. Yeah. Go all in. Chargers are all in. Yeah. How's that working out? Not so good. Um, Jarek McKinnon did not practice on Wednesday for the uh, Chiefs. He's got a groin injury. Pacheco's pretty valuable. Pacheco's. Yeah. He's an RB1. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of talk going into the last week's game. Boy, Edward Solaire's going to do a lot, and he's shot too. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if he'll be in the league in two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what. 
I I miss badly on him. Me mm. too. Me too. I liked him. Yeah. Just uh, you know, you get it. We, Our favorite though was Dobbins that year. Yeah. You know, we thought there was a good chance. And his his pick. thing has been injuries. Yeah, he's fine. I, I don't think we missed on him, but I think Dobbins was our one. Um. Tank Dell with a calf injury did not practice on Wednesday for Houston. That's significant. He's a wide receiver one almost. In he's been he's got like five touchdowns in the last four games. Yeah, he's, he's been just on fire. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Demario Douglas is in concussion protocol for the Patriots. He just entered concussion protocol, so that's yeah. not good news. I mean, we'll talk Patriots, of course, in a really abbreviated week, but Douglas and Stevenson are like. The two guys I'd be excited about on that team. Well, ex- excited is a strong word. I mean, like, <laughs> these are keepers. I don't need to replace them. You know, like, they, these guys are okay. Like, Douglas is all right, but he can't be a number one receiver. No, he's not. Yeah, sure. right. Yeah. Right. Uh, here we got a little news from uh, the Cardinals. Marquise Brown with a heel injury did not practice on Wednesday. Oh, Michael uh, Wilson with a shoulder did not practice on Wednesday. Okay. He's had an injury history. They get their bye next week. I even go all in. Like, I don't know if I play Hollywood if it's close. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Jaden Reed did not practice on Wednesday mm-hmm. for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, he had a ch- he played through a chest injury last week. Um, He's highly relevant, they, especially with all these bye weeks. They find ways to get him the football. Yeah. Um, so I bet if you own him, there's a good chance you're starting him. Yeah. Pay attention to that one. A.J. Dillon did not practice on Wednesday. What's Jones' situation? Aaron Jones with a knee did not practice on Wednesday. For uh, They don't say— I forget who their third guy is. They say a groin injury. Dillon was playing through a groin. It's like— It's a very boring name. Scotty Reynolds or someone like that. Trent Taylor. Taylor's was that. Yeah, Taylor. Um, Yeah, Jones still has that MCL sprain. Uh, I said out last week, so he's probably not going to play this week. Mm-mm. And Dylan was actually serviceable last week. Yeah, it was the best he's looked all year, maybe. Uh, I think their offense is coming around. They're a contender. I mean, I think they're better than the Vikes. They need him to play. They need, yeah. Might need to push them. Uh, Noah Brown, well, was back this week, or yesterday, or today, I should say, okay. for uh, Houston. They, they can't keep all four of those guys. I know, you never field. get the same. It's like shuffling, okay, and just flip the cards. Here's the three you're going to have this week. Yeah, and they still put up points, and Stroud's really good, and... You know, well, those four guys are all pretty talented. I mean, yeah. they're, they're all talented in different like, ways. If we talk about off-season needs, I don't think receivers a need for Houston. No, I, don't. I mean, I think it'd be <laughs> fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if he if if he plays and Tank Dell does not, oh, that's what I was about to say. Actually, yeah, that's because I didn't get him and fire him up. They're playing Denver. Okay, so Sertain's probably on Nico. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, no matter what, Noah Brown style. then becomes pretty good no matter what. Might be a great DFS start. Yeah, I mean, even if Dell plays, he'll be the three. Yeah, and if he doesn't, he's the two. Yeah, that's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, for sure. He's certainly been pretty. He's been far exceeded my expectations this year. The uh, Texans signed Desmond King to their active roster. Mm, little, did they note there? They so know from, him. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Lions designated quarterback Hendon Hooker to return from the reserved NFI list. How about that? That's interesting. Good for him. I'm glad that he's... If they have the division wrapped up here... Might he play like week 18, like Mahomes' yeah. rookie year? Especially if like the, the Eagles win this week right. and, and they still... No chance have, at a one. Yeah, so that could be like a week 18 start for Hendon Hooker just to get That'd him That'd be some, great. That'd be ideal for his career. Yeah. I didn't thought of that. That's great. 
Because they probably will have a division wrapped up. They probably won't have a shot at the one. Yeah. Yeah, play him. Uh, Kenneth Walker with the oblique injury will not play Thursday night mm-hmm. against the Cowboys. Unfortunately, I mean, I Char- think Charbonnet's it, like. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy, but he's getting two of the worst matchups. Poor guy, right. <laughs> like, you, you can't can take get. advantage of him. The league we're in, I have Charbonnet, and it's like. Can't use him. I'm not going to use him. Right. I, mean, I actually have a pretty deep team. I'm going to play Lockett over him. I'm going to play McLaurin over him. A couple guys I consider, I'm like, I'm not risking it with Charbonnet. Yeah. I mean, that's just two San Francisco and Dallas in back to back weeks. Yeah. Thanks. And then I think it's San Francisco next week or Philly. <laughs> They're the next two games in some order. It's nuts. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The Jets opened the 21-day practice window for Aaron Rodgers. Does Aaron Rodgers return? Would you run out and pick up Aaron Rodgers right now? None. I really think this happens, that we'll see all these clips of him with a helmet on throwing. Isn't he miraculous? He's different than everybody else. You know, his rehab was tremendous. There's no reason to bring him back. And then they'll lose this week with Boyle. And deep down, they'll be like, I'm not putting Rodgers out there. We have no chance of coming back. Our offensive line stinks. Right. I I think this is going to be – frankly, I just think it's this organization further appeasing Roberts, just like they did when they signed Dalvin Cook, who's terrible, and Randall Cobb, who's terrible, and Lazard, who's now a healthy scratch for some reason, and they have no receivers, and he's making like $36 guaranteed. Like, they just keep bending over backwards for Rodgers, which I, I, I understand the oh, logic. Oh, Aaron wants his practice window open? Okay. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, make it look like he's Superman and he can come back super earlier than everyone else. I don't think he takes a snap this year. Yeah. His miracle return. Look at, exactly. look at Aaron. The, the, the hands of God came down. and Yeah. I could have played if we were in it. You know. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Weird dude. Uh, Vikings head coach Kevin O'Donnell said the team could make a quarterback change when they return from their bye week. Yeah, but it's not like there's other great options. It's Darren Hall, I think, is the conversation. Dobbs versus Hall. They also have Nick Mullins. Oh, I think it would be Mullins. I think it would be Mullins. I think. Yeah. I don't think Dobbs is a starter, but I think he's better than Nick Mullins. I think you're just kind of hoping to catch lightning in a bottle Mm -hmm. with one of them and win a couple more games and sneak into the playoffs. And And lose. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I assume that's kind of a message... We can't turn the ball over like that anymore. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you, hey, hey, Josh, you can't go out there and throw four interceptions. Yeah, uh, but I bet it's going to be him starting. Yeah. Um, but Jefferson's coming back. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It looks like Baker Mayfield will be a full go in week 13 against the, the uh, Panthers. He's dealing with an ankle injury. That's not a bad matchup. No, no, it's not. He hasn't had a bad year. He doesn't have bad weapons. Yeah, okay. Uh, Titus Howard, this is kind of significant. Uh, he's been starting at left guard. Really well, too. Uh, for the uh, Houston Texans, mm-hmm. and he is out for the rest of the year. Yeah, so he's a former first-round pick. Um, they had been playing him at right tackle. Yeah. And then that... they had all the other injuries. They figured out that with all the other injuries that the guy they were playing at right tackle was okay. Hey, he's good enough, yeah. Yeah. That they could move Titus Howard to guard they when Kendrick ne- Green got hurt. Exactly. So they put him next to Tunsil, and that side of the line has been destroying people. Yeah. Tunsil's having as good a year as anybody, and now he's out. Yeah, so uh, that's a big blow to a team that's well, might be in the playoff mix here. They're in the mix. Yeah. They're in the mix. How about this news? Falcons- they Denver this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Falcons head coach Arthur Smith said Kyle Pitts is a big part of the team's offense. He's got a funny way of showing it. He's got a funny way of showing it. <laughs> 
I wonder if all the reporters in the room when he said that just started laughing. Like, right. I just did. Yeah, he's been around a while now. <laughs> oh, right, a, right. Yeah. He's a big part of the offense. Is he the most frustrating fantasy player in the last two or three years? With I don't think there's any doubt about yeah, that. Exactly. Here's some interesting. Uh, Josh Palmer is eligible to return from IR this week. I think you pick him up. Yeah. Yeah. And this Allen injury doesn't really worry me, but they've been looking for a two. They need forever. somebody else to right. be. Yeah. No, I think he's very relevant. That's no, a sneaky we'll guy see to if pick he, up for nothing. Yeah, it was it was a rib injury. Or no, I'm sorry, no, it was a, a knee. Uh but you got Quentin Johnson dealing with ribs. Um and bad play. Yeah, and bad play. We'll see what Palmer's capable of doing here, mm-hmm. but I mean he was being very he was productive. I don't know if he plays this week, but they play somebody bad. They play the Patriots this week. Yeah. But no, I think Palmer's usable. Yeah. If he's back so. in the mix. He'll be out there every snap. Yeah, that's one to keep an eye on uh, the remainder of this week. But uh, that's going to do it for the Fantasy Football Focus. Uh, He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel hats or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. And uh, also you can check out Yin's Chat's regular season challenge each week, answer Steelers trivia and make game day picks for a chance to win signed helmets, jerseys, footballs, or even a trip to the 2024 NFL draft. Fun. Log into the Steelers mobile app now and play for a chance at this week's prize, a football sign by Patrick Fryermuth. Stocks on the rise, too. Yeah. Yep. How about this one? ball's going up left and right. Here we go. This week's question, Matt. Or today's question. This is for Wednesday. Antoine Blake or Jason Gilden? Two guys you didn't think we would see in the same no. question here. Most tackles in a Steelers game against the Cardinals. I'm terrible at this, but for some reason I remember Blake having like an obscene number of tackles in one game. And it must be this one. Why else would he be mentioned? Uh, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. One of these two guys, don't, they don't right. have anything, they have anything in common. In common. They yeah. don't play the same position. They don't do the same stuff. They don't have similar careers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, doke. Uh, so we've looked at this on occasion here. This is Derek Clausen's uh, quarterback rankings on uh, the 33rd team. Okay. Um, yeah, I glanced at it today. Did you? Okay. Well, yeah. I, I did not, so I have no idea where... Kenny Pickett ranks uh, on Very here. low, and he doesn't have much good to say about him, from what I recall. Yeah, I, I just read the, his write-up, and I scanned the rankings. So it, there's some other guys, though, in the league that you would think would be much lower. I, I thought it was really, really low for him. Uh, 32 is Tim Boyle. Yes. He's awful. I can't believe he's in the league. He had a 4.6 QBR rating. <laughs> 4.6. It's really bad. He almost pulled a Blatarski there. Uh, at 31 is the great Tommy DeVito. He's actually, has he gotten the point now that he'll be in the league for eight more years as a backup? You know, like if you play like four or five games. He'll be with the Giants forever. They'll forever. just hold on to forever. him forever because he lives down the Jersey street with his parents. With his mom. Yeah. And make his bed. Just, right. yeah. Uh, 30 is Dorian Thompson Robinson, who may not even start this week. Yeah. 
I'm not sure Walker would be any better or Flacco, of course. I don't know where you put Flacco on this list. Um, 29, Bailey Zappi. I think he's terrible, too. He just doesn't throw the very well. Yeah, he's, he's awful. tiny and just diminutive. Yeah. Uh, at 28, Jake Browning. I thought he played better. He's another one I bet stays in the league for eight years. You know, Here's the thing. Like, people, well, he didn't play that badly. I mean, my if, bar is if, this low. If they didn't have a couple of tip passes that Chase caught, yeah, yeah, were that they weren't good throws. If the Steelers actually catch those tip passes, there was a pick a, six that was dropped. A basically. much different game. Like oh, people are talking about that game much differently. Oh, he threw yeah. for two hundred twenty yards. Yeah, I don't care about that. He had like I just fifty he of those okay on the there, on the yeah. you know tip passes that the Chase caught and ran with. Mm-hmm. No, but I think he could be a backup in this league maybe for. Well, he's six already to eight, ten years. He's already been a backup in the league yeah, for it's not five years. A year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then at twenty-seven is Kenny Pickett. Here's what he has to say: The Pittsburgh Steelers did it. They earned four hundred yards of offense, and Kenny Pickett actually helped them do that. Exclamation points after each one of those sentences. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. Um, the yardage thing. You know, I, I get it. Yeah. People wanted to see the art. Pickett said it today. I'm not. I'm not interested in yards. I'm interested in points. Mm-hmm. Wins. Yards don't yeah. win you games. Right. Uh, anyways, funnily enough, funny enough, Pickett still mostly did the stuff he was doing in his best moments last year. The offense did it well to present him with a ton of good, quick game looks, and he executed fairly well. Like always, Pickett could do do to target the target down the field, or all Pickett could do down the field was chuck it up for someone back shoulder balls to Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. I didn't think that was the I, case at all. Yeah, I, I think Derek does good work, but I didn't agree with this right up this week. I mean, I thought the throw down the sideline to Deontay Johnson was a great one. I thought the throw to Pickens in the middle of the field stuff is in down the middle the of the field. field like the, right. thro- the, the throws to Fryermuth down the middle were high-level throws. The, yeah. th- the throw to Johnson He made it sound like any deep throw was just chucking and hoping. I yeah. It's not the way I saw it at all. But that's enough when the quick game stuff is working to keep the chains moving. One game isn't going to change my opinion of Pickett. He didn't even do anything in this game that we haven't seen from him before. See, that's another thing I had a problem with was the second half of last year Pickett would not be the 27th or 28th quarterback on this list. Right. Just because he did it before, I mean, I didn't expect him to do Mahomes stuff or Josh Allen right. stuff. You know, just because he did it before, I think is promising. Like, you what know, do like, you want him to do? Throw seven touchdown passes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just because he got back to playing some of his best football, isn't that what we're after? You know, I, I, I thought that was harsh. Um, at tw- twenty six, he has Gardner Minshew rated ahead of him. I can't go there. I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't either. He completed 58.5% of his passes Not great. last week, registering a minus 8.4% completion percentage over expected. So he didn't even complete the ones he was supposed to complete. Right, right, right. Like, I, I, I just don't know. He's, I don't think he's good. No, I don't either. I think he's an okay backup, not yeah. even a high-end backup. 25 is Bryce Young. I'm not putting no. Bryce Young ahead of Pickett. He looks lost. He's throwing pick sixes every week. Yeah. He has nothing around him. I get that. But he has not done anything that is like positive really Pickett hasn't thrown an interception in over 200 passes mm-hmm. that to get like mean, young's killing the team that has nothing around him too but yeah I, I don't i don't get it i don't get it no i think Pickett's way too low on this one at 24 is will levis what's he doing what's he doing nothing right nothing 
I don't think he belongs in this neighborhood. 23 is Aiden O'Connell. Nice story. I mean, I think he's maybe going to be their starter next year, but Pickett's better. Yeah, I think so, too. 22, Josh Dobbs. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. I don't know where he had him before this week, but come on. He's down down from 21. You bumped him down one spot after Mm -hmm. a four... uh, Four four interceptions. How many fumbles did he have in that game? I have noticed he leads that, the league in fumbles. I have noticed this column though isn't like power ranks where someone will move five spots, seven spots. They probably should more, especially at the bottom. Like I'm not saying Mahomes has a three pick game; he should go to ten. No, <laughs> you know, no. But, you know, but Dobbs or some of these highly volatile dudes when they're bad, ding them for it. Twenty one is Desmond Ritter. No, no, not over Pickett. This is where Pickett should be. He should be. I think he should be above everyone you've mentioned. 20 is Sam Howell. I'll, I'll give you I Sam Howell. I would put Howell over Pickett, yeah. He's throwing the ball all over the yard. They're playing in completely different styles of football right now. Yeah, they're being asked to do very different things. And he's thrown nine interceptions. Yeah. And takes taking a gajillion sacks. And Pickett's numbers would be much higher if, if he were, if he were starting Howell, for Washington right. right now and Howell were starting for the Steelers. Yeah. I'm not. I don't know that their numbers would be different. I don't know if the Steelers would have as many wins. That's the, a good point. I do by think you. Howell's having a better year. You know, and I, I would have Howell ahead of him if I were doing quarterback ranks. But I don't know that he's as cautious with the football he's as he needs close. to be. He's not even close. And he right. would take a bunch of sacks. And the, with Washington's defense, they need him to be a wild child. Yeah. You know, I mean, so that's the that's the that's thing the, that nobody the, ever the looks argument, at. Argument, right? Uh, at eight, 19 is Baker Mayfield. Okay. Yeah, that's who he is. Yeah, he's the 19th best quarterback. Eighteen will be next year. Eighteen is Justin Fields. Probably going up. Had a good game. Well, he did not have a good game. He's had he's been okay lately. But uh. seventeen is Derek Carr. I mean, the body of work has some value, but I don't want him to be my quarterback. No, I'd much rather play against him than with him. Sixteen is Russell Wilson. Okay, but he's become a game manager. Yeah. Close to the vest, but he's respectable. 15 is Jordan Love. I, I didn't think I'd be on the Love train, and I'm not 100% sold, but he's playing very well and should keep moving up. If Pickett, I'd rather play against Wilson than Love. If Pickett has another game like he did last week, where he throws, let's say he throws for 250, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a touchdown pass. and He it, should be in the Love neighborhood. He should be, yeah, yeah. The, the, he should take a, a huge jump up over these others. The, slappies that yeah. he's behind right now. Put two or three games together like Love has. Because that's what Love's done. That's what Love's done. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, 14 is Brock Purdy. He's really rough on Purdy, too. I mean, I was, but I think you can't ignore what this guy's done. He would be higher for me. I just think that's who he is. I mean, I thought he was I think he's a, 28th to start the season, but he makes plays. and he's He makes plays when they efficient. have all their dudes. I know. When they didn't have all their dudes, he didn't make nearly as many plays. Hundred percent. But he's having a he's going to the Pro Bowl. I mean, he's had a huge year. Going to the Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything. I know David Gerard <laughs> went and the backup for the Ravens went, but he earned a Pro Bowl vote. Thirteen is Jared Goff. He's going the wrong way. Yeah. But I would have Goff over Purdy. Twelve is Tua. Okay. He is hard on the Tua uh Purdy system guys, which for the most part, I am too, but they're both having very good years. Yeah. Uh, at 11 is Geno Smith. 
I don't understand why he likes. Gino I don't understand so much. that at all. Like before the season, like Gino, he was there. You know, like if you had Purdy ahead of Geno Smith, I got no problem with that. I think you Geno would be down like five spots, and I'd bump everyone up one. Yeah, uh, ten is Kyler Murray. I, re- I read his too, and basically saying, I don't know where to put him. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's back. Yeah. Some of that's a it's lifetime a achievement. quarterbacking, you know, in today's exactly, NFL. Exactly. He's only played three games, and he's a hard one to evaluate. Nine is C.J. Stroud. Okay. Eight is Jalen Hurts. Okay. I'm going to say, who do you want? Who's had a better year? One team's 15-1. and one and, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. One guy has won a whole bunch of games. Yeah, and, and is an unstoppable force on third and one. Seven and one. is Matthew Stafford. I don't know that Stafford is that anymore. So I think I'd have those last two ahead of them. Yeah. Stroud and, and Hurts. Yeah. Uh, eight, six is Trevor Lawrence. Okay. It's a little rich, but okay. Five is Dak Prescott. He would be number one in the NFC for me. Four is Justin Herbert, who never wins any games. Yeah. Herbert or Lawrence? Uh, I'll take Lawrence. I think I still prefer Herbert, but they're in the same neck of the woods. Uh, he's, Super he's, talented. He's been ruined by the the stench of being on that Chargers it's team. That they an awful situation. Yeah, he, I think everybody that touches that, every you're just cursed. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to win games for eternity. Yeah. Uh, three, Josh Allen. Yes. Two, Lamar Jackson. Okay. And then one is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, when you talk about franchise quarterbacks in the NFL, it's brutal right now. Awful. I mean, like, Burrow's out. Watson's a bust and out. Rodgers is out. Is Matthew Stafford a franchise quarterback at this point in his career? I think he's the Mendoza line. I think in the, like the last two seasons, they're like seven and eleven when he starts. Really. And probably like zero oh, and a hundred when they doesn't. Yeah. yeah, he's still he's a tough one for me. I mean, like if he is, he isn't for much longer. Yeah, you know, is, if at all. Is Jalen Hurts a franchise quarterback? Yeah, not for every team. Right, they're a very smart organization yeah. and they build around their quarterback as everyone should. But yes, that's number eight. I mean, he's worth every penny. People, some people would say Stroud is a franchise quarterback. I'm not ready to go there yet. But um. Highly open he's to the on, idea. He's on his way there, yeah, but yeah. I, half of a season does not tell me you're a franchise no, quarterback. No. It, he still has to be the pitcher that goes to the league a second time. Right. You know, and everyone prepares for him a little bit. But I'm highly, highly encouraged. Is Kyler Murray a franchise quarterback? I don't know. I think we'll know at the end of the year, though. I mean, I don't think they'll win any games, but he might be good in the meantime. Yeah. Geno Smith is not a franchise no, quarterback. he's not. Is Tua a franchise quarterback? For me, no. But I think he's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I think he's a systems quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. I mean, you can win with that. Systems quarterback yeah. is not a negative. As long as your system's of. right. Yeah. Right, right. Is, I mean, Joe Montana was a systems quarterback. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is Jared Goff a franchise Same, quarterback? Similar. I mean, like, he has to have an O line. You, I think you can win the Super Bowl with him. I don't know. We know you can get to the Super Bowl with Yeah. Him. And his supporting cast with the Rams was every bit as good as this one. Yeah. At the time. Is Brock Purdy a franchise quarterback? No. No, I don't think so either. I think he's a system. He's the 
definition of a systems right. quarterback. But I think the Niners could win the Super Bowl. That's fine. You can yeah. win the systems quarterback. Yeah. Jordan Love. We'll see. We'll see. It's still incomplete. But Russell Wilson's been treated like a franchise quarterback. He's not anymore. But he's not anymore. No. Derek Carr, same thing. He's a no. But he's a no, yeah. yeah. Justin Fields, jury's still Could out. Could be, but far from it at the moment. Yeah. I'm not going to go. The, the rest is oh, yeah, that's, right, that's, right. There just aren't a lot and of those a lot guys. Of guys and stuff too, of course. Yeah, Burrow is. Burrow is. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson isn't. No. Rogers is. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys he was. Out. I don't yeah. know if he will be coming back. I assume on last viewing he is. Yeah. So that's where we're at Cousins here. Cousins is close. We'll hear from Kenny Pickett. Nice. When we come back, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll hear from the Steelers quarterback. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, Kenny Pickett spoke with the media earlier today, uh, talked a little bit about uh, the fluidity of the offense and things of that nature okay. from the, this past game. It. Did look fluid, Chris. I thought he looked fluid, crisp, had a nice pace to it. I thought his footwork, timing, all that stuff was very, very good. Accuracy, very good. I'm encouraged. Yeah. Uh, I also asked him about the three tight end package and, Mm. uh, you know, we see more of that or, you know, what he likes about it. So lots of good stuff in here. Let's hear what Kenny Pickett had to say. Kenny, after looking at the film, did it look better than even what it did on Yeah, it, you know, it felt good on, on Sunday. Um, obviously, we want more points, but after watching the tape and seeing how we executed in the past game, the run game, how things kind of balanced off each other, um, you know, definitely um, liked our performance, but you want more points, obviously. Kenny, did things flow the way you wanted it to with Coach Falk and Coach Sully doing things in that procedure? Yeah, the, I think the flow was good. I thought the setup we had throughout the week was good in the game day. Um, operations with me and Coach Sully and then talking on the sideline amongst the other coaches was smooth. Um, obviously, can get better, something that we're going to continue to try and iron out, but I thought for a first time out it was good. Was there anything noticeable that you could iron out? Um, yeah, personnel and stuff like that, just hearing him say it, you know, um, wristband numbers, kind of him repeating them, um, just things that we can, you know, iron out, small detail things to help, you know, getting out of the huddle faster. Kenny, what was your reaction to seeing Deontay's reaction on the Warren fumble, and what did you think about what he had to say to the team? Yeah, he talked to the team today. Um, you know, he addressed it. We moved on. We love Tay. You know, we know he's going to play hard, so um, it's all good. You yeah, should just... You went right back to him after he had dropped that touchdown. That was, it was the next drive. You came right back to him. Is that something you try to do? Um... Yes and no. I mean, Tay knows how confident I am in him and how, you know, the kind of playmaker he is. Um, You know, what the defense tells me to do, that's where I take the football, and, you know, he was in the right spot. What kind of difference did you notice maybe in the flow of the game and how you guys were moving? Um, the chunk plays were there. You know, that was that was good. I thought we, you know, had some really good drives, um, working on some long fields. You know, when we got to the red zone, we just had a negative play or a penalty. We felt like that it kind of took us out um, of that rhythm, that really good rhythm that we were having. So, you know, if we get that fixed, um, you know, the points will follow. The use of the three tight end package, uh, what, what did you like out of that? What does that open up for you? I like the, the versatility out of it. I don't think you're um, run heavy. You know, I think the, the things that we did off it were really good. Um, I love having Connor and Pat in there as well as they're now 
Um, you know, getting Darnell a touch in the, in the past game was great um, out of our drop back stuff. So I think we're, we're pretty versatile in it. And it, it keeps, uh, you know, defense honest. You threw a fade to Fryer that he got tangled up outside of that three tight end package. Is that an example of the kind of matchup you can exploit? Yeah, you can you can find matchups, you know, size matchups, whatever it may be. Um, you know, that was one where I felt like, you know, he was one on one. They ended up getting tangled up. Thought we were going to get a call. Um, you know, didn't get it, but definitely a shot that I like taking with Pat. Kenny, now there's a more normal week. How is preparation different I mean, I, I don't want to say it's really not too much different, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I felt like even though we had a short week technically last last week with the change and how things were, how crazy it was, I thought, um, you know, the plan the coaches had put together was really smooth for us. Um, so, we're, you know, we're just kind of building off of that. Coach Palmer mentioned that uh, going into Cincy, you guys addressed some launch angles and changing some of the launch angles. So can you add some texture to that? What did you what you see on tape that you wanted to change and how did you address it going into the game? Launching was like in the pocket, like moving the pocket, or yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, I think we moved the pocket before that, but um, continuing to do that and, and use my athleticism and get out of the pocket, um, you know, just another element to our offense. Will you can line you line it up a little deeper time the shotgun? Will you step it too back? I don't think so. No. No. Kenny, you're talking about producing more chunk plays. Is that something that's all game planning or is it the coverage you're seeing? Is that something that you think you can carry over going forward? Uh, game plan, coverage. You know, having the, having the, the right call, the right time. Um, getting them in those coverages and, you know, the shots that we want versus those looks. We had them, um, which was great. So I think, you know, it all works together. The protection was great. Guys were getting open. I was making the throws. Um, so you just want to continue having that great prep. It all starts during the week. Um, all the things that we, you know, had success on, we had, you know, meetings and clips that we pulled up prior, like, hey, this is the look. This is what we're going to do. And it worked out that way in the game. So um, huge credit to our, our guys' preparation and our coaches. Can you guys build on that performance moving forward for this week? Absolutely. You know, you see the, the you know, the explosiveness there. You see the, the consistency in the drives that we want. Um, there's a ton of positive to take away from it. Um, great first week with Coach Silly calling the plays. So I um, just want to continue to stack. What is the next step you'd like? You, what's impressed you most about working with Jalen Warren over the last two years? Um, probably consistency, you know, selflessness, great teammate. Um, you know what you're getting with 30. He's a great guy, man. Love him on the team. Um, and a hell of a player. You see what he does with the ball in his hands. So uh, can't say enough great things about, about 30. Are there ever times that where you're surprised by his strength? I mean, like, he's short guy. He's stacked. But some of the blocks that he can do, things like that, are there No, he's, he's been doing it since I've been playing with him, honestly. It, it, it's unbelievable um, how aggressive he is. Um, he gets all those fines because of how aggressive he is. But it's just, I think, his stature that makes it look way that I don't know how the fines work. I think it's ridiculous, but um, you know he's just an aggressive player and he goes and gets guys. So, so what is the next step you'd like to see out of this offense? Points, points. That's what we want. Yeah. We want points. Um, yards are great, you know. Yards are great, but points wins you games. What point did you bang on? How is it now? Uh, just throughout the game, just something I have to manage. Um, you know, I've had something similar before, so you know, not too big of a deal. Kenny, have you heard from Matt since Sunday? Uh, talked to him after, not since Sunday. Talked to him after, but no, not since Sunday. That was Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett earlier today with the assembled media over on the uh, at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex and uh, Matt. Uh, good stuff there from Kenny. Yeah, um, that's going to do it for our show today. That's a wrap, huh? We're half. We're three games, three days in. Three days in. More. We got two days left. We're yeah. barreling towards uh, then having two games in four days. Yeah, how about that? Hopefully, two wins. Against some pretty bad football teams. Yeah, two games at home. So after a couple of weeks on the road there, uh, it'll be nice to be at home to have. Oh the, yeah, yeah, no question. No doubt of having that. But uh, that's going to do it for our that's show today. So for my partner Matt Williamson, for Brian Lamartina here on site, keeping us on the air. 
I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is Black and Gold Fan Habit SNR. It's a new health care. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum Status is earned with 12 Phillips over three months, 10-gallon minimum per Phillip at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit FuelRewards.com status.